Hi. So this week I'd like to share um, an idea that came up while I was working with somebody talking about identity mapping. Identity mapping in various different formats is something that comes up a lot with my work with third culture kids. It's a way of getting the multiplicity of selves out of our heads and onto paper. A way of kind of teasing out the various versions of us that exist in time and space, but also between different cultures and different social roles. I think I once managed to come up with about 18 different titles for myself, because once you start including things in there like daughter, um, mother, friend, um, community member, etc. There's actually quite a lot of ways we do who we are in the world around us. And in our minds, where we're often experiencing conflicts between these parts of us, um, where one part of us has different priorities from another part of us, or we feel like we want to be a better community member and volunteer and do things locally, but our children are complaining they don't get enough time with us. So there's that too. Um, or even within my own work, there's several different versions of me in the sense that who I am as a therapist is different from, in some senses, different from who I am as a business owner or who I am in terms of um, being an entrepreneur or who I am in terms of a researcher and who I am in terms of my own TCK story. There are overlaps between all of these parts of us, but occasionally they differ from one another in their own priorities. So identity mapping is a way of kind of getting all of that out there, bringing to the conscious what is often operating subconsciously and having a good old sort through it. Um, I maybe need to do a separate post, actually, a separate podcast on identity mapping um, because it's brilliant. Um, but just for today, what I wanted to focus on was a particular version of it that came out in conversation this week. And that is to kind of bypass all the wordiness that we often use with our identities and move into a more artistic expression of self. So I'm learning a lot from how my clients self-express. I'm learning a lot from how different ways I enjoy self-expression. But it's a long-standing tradition that image speaks a thousand words. So this particular version of an identity map, I'm going to call the triptych of the self. Doesn't that sound grand? Can you tell I'm a sociologist? So the triptych in, in sort of history of art terms, and I'm hoping I haven't got this devastatingly wrong, is essentially um, a combination of three images that work together to communicate a single story. And they were often panels that were attached to one another and could sort of fold out and be, and be sort of portable and and um, keep keep together and in order in that sense in the, in the way that the artist had originally intended. The triptych I'm talking about, the series of three images that tell a single story, 
is the past, present and future versions of ourselves. Yes, that assumes they're different. And we'll continue to produce differences because we're constantly changing and deepening our understanding of who we are. But a fundamental part of how I work is to work with the past, to work with the story so far, not because that's where all the problems are, not because I'm looking for someone to blame, not because let's get stuck there and feel really, really sad for ourselves about everything bad that happened there. Not as an avoidance of the future, but because once we understand how we perceive ourselves and our world in the past, we can understand the lens through which we are perceiving our present and the limitations we might be placing on our future. If I was to think right now about the little child version of me, well, for a start, this is really simplistic, right? Because I have many. <laughs> I have me at many different ages and in different countries and different parts. But ultimately, there are unifying themes of awkwardness, of manic energy, of anxiety, of enthusiasm, but a fear of being misunderstood, of sharp edges, of fragility, of anger. Don't I sound pleasant? If I was to take a magazine and cut out images that somehow communicate how I feel about who I was in the past and combine them to create a piece, I'm able to bypass all of my judgment words, all of my words like anxious and bossy, and instead communicate a much more emotionally direct way of seeing myself. Now, what about if I turn to the present? How do I see myself now? Do I see myself as juggling many identities, many plates? What are some images or metaphors that come into being now? Do I see myself as calmer? Do I see myself as tireder? Do I see myself surrounded by people? Or alone? What images would I choose from my magazine? And how would I combine these? And what of my future? What's the self I hope for? And this, I think, could be the hardest piece of the three. Just because as third culture kids were so often stuck in adaptation mode, that actually gluing our hopes onto a piece of paper can feel a bit committed, a bit vulnerable, a bit like hoping for something we might not get. So what's the point of hoping? And yet, 
without a sense of the future we want to be or the future we want to have or the future we want to move into, how on earth do we hope to get it? If I want a future where I'm not tired at the weekends, that tells me something about what I need to shift in my present. If I want a future where I'm busy socialising, that tells me something about what I might need to shift in my present. And if struggling to think about my future at all is the preoccupation, then I might be able to see why I don't know what to do in my present. How am I supposed to know what path to walk if I'm not sure what direction I'm aiming for. But I would suggest, I would invite you, if this feels like an exercise that might be useful, start with the past first, then the present, and then look at the future. Because as blank as that future might seem right now, after working through your past and your present, it may start to come clear because very often what we're looking for in our futures is somehow trying to meet a need that has gone unmet so far. And the clearer we are about any unmet needs, the clearer we can be about the difference we want to step into. An image is just a great way of doing this. If Leafing through a real physical magazine isn't something that appeals to you. And I would suggest two or three magazines, actually. Um, things, magazines that focus on food and home, magazines that focus on um, nature, or magazines that focus on sort of more um, self-improvement stuff, um, whether they're sort of personal growth focuses. Um, we have a psychologies magazine here in the UK that focuses on a lot on personal growth. Um, there might be more tabloidy magazines that nevertheless are full of really great images that you could play with and, and work with. Um, choose a variety, give yourself a, a different image set to work with and really play with symbolism and metaphor to communicate the emotions you want. You're not looking to replicate an actual picture of yourself and please don't take this as me inviting you to, to look for your best self so that you can put that on your fridge as a reminder to eat less. This is not the kind of self-growth I'm inviting here. This is about your story how you've perceived your chapters so far, where you are now and where you're wanting to take it. It might even be fun. But if you're not into the physical gluing and sticking, um, there are going to be ways of doing this digitally. There's lots of stock images out there that you can pull from websites like unsplash.com or pixabay.com. Um, Canva.com is a great sort of image editing program that um, would allow you to pull different images together in kind of a collage and crop them and mess about with them. 
Personally, I like the physicality of the snip snip of the scissors and the glue and the arranging and just the, the, the tactile, tangible act of committing that paper to a particular place on the page. Um, whatever floats your boat. This is your story after all. And you can tell it however you want. I hope that's that's useful to you as an idea, as a way of exploring the way yourself has changed over time and as a way of creating space to play with the notion of where you want it to go next. Thanks for listening. Bye.